It's a nap time. It's a nap time. <laughs> it's a nap time. Welcome to nap time stories. Nap time stories. With the Dead to the World podcast. Podcast. <laughs> I was a little late there. Which That's is okay. funny because at the beginning of my little document that I wrote today, I wrote nap time, nap time. Oh, nap yeah. time, nap time. Kind of reminds yeah. me. Like, like Dora. Nap. Dora. Yep. Yeah. That's what That's I was thinking. What it was. Wait, what do they say? They say, backpack, I'm the map. backpack, oh, yeah. backpack, backpack, yeah. And if you don't remember what a nap time is, because it's been a little while since we've done one. Yeah, it kind of has been a while. Yeah, so it's it, when you send us an email or a, you know, DM or something that tells us a story that you either want us to interpret or just a crazy dream you had you think that listeners would enjoy. So it's when you give to us and then we give it back to you. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah, sometimes with additional information and sometimes just a, a good chat about what we think it means. Can we just pause for a moment and just everybody who's listening to this episode right now, rewind and go listen to when I went, yeah, for the backpack thing. That was good. Well, <laughs> you were thinking about that this whole time. Yeah, because it was like, it sounded like a true, like, little kid character. Okay. I didn't pay that much attention. I'll <gasps> back it up as well and go listen to it again <laughs> when I listen to it. Not right now. In real time? In real time. Perfect. Okay. Keep okay. going. I'm going to go first. This is Lexi. Actually, wouldn't this actually be real time? <laughs> but just don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my first story is from an email we got from a listener named Lewis. Woo! And he titled the subject Stormy Pizza Dream. <laughs> oh, I like it. Wait. So, his name's Lewis, and he's talking about pizza. Yes. Lewis. Le- oh, the like pizza. You, like if, Italian? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, isn't that like Luigi? Luigi. Uh, Luigi. I don't okay. think he wants to be called Luigi. <laughs> well, no. His name I, is Lewis. Yes, Lewis. Okay. So he said in his email, hey, guys, love the podcast. I'm binging it right now. As you should. As you should. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. He said, I wanted to submit a weird dream I had. I was sitting in my kitchen eating pizza. I looked down at the pizza in my hand and thought to myself, where did I get this pizza from? Then it started raining super hard, so I went and looked out the window. When I got to the window, the kitchen light behind me went out. I flipped the light back on, turned back around to go back to the window, and the lights went out again. I turned to go back to turn them on again when I stopped and realized this is a dream. I'm dreaming. As soon as I realized this, I woke up and experienced sleep paralysis. I didn't see any demons this time, though. Oh, my goodness. He said, thanks for taking the time to read my dream. If you did, love you, ladies. That would be frustrating. I mean, honestly, the only thing I could think of, the rains came down and the pizzas came up. (laughs) The rains came down and the pizzas came up. And if you don't know what she's singing, she's improving an old, like, primary song from, like, Sunday school. But but on a serious note, yeah, that's crazy. It reminded me of, what's that, Cloud and Meatball movie? Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yes, it reminded me of that, like raining pizza. Mom, what's that, what's that movie, The, the Cloudy Meatball? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like my favorite movie. It's just that's what this dream reminded me of. Well, I just picture like you're sitting in the kitchen eating pizza and you're like, where did I get this pizza? Like, yeah, he's like, what the? It's funny because that's like an indication that it was a dream because there true. was no pretense as to how he got there. That's true. It's just poof. There poof, it is. You're in the kitchen eating pizza. <laughs> that's funny. All right. My second email is from a listener named Savannah. Hi, Woo! Savannah. Savannah. And she titled it Awful School Dream. Oof. I feel you. 
So she said, hi, ladies. I had a miserable school dream the other night and wanted to send it to y'all because I know you feel my pain. I dreamt that I went into work as usual in the morning. When I sat down at my desk, I saw my geometry homework on my desk and thought, OMG, I didn't do my homework. Wait a minute. When's the last time I went to class? When does the semester end? Did I miss (laughs) finals? I started looking through my homework panicking because I didn't know how to solve any of the problems. And then I looked up and realized I still had to do my regular nine to five job today as well and get this geometry situation figured out. And she said, I've never been so relieved than when I woke up from that dream. Seriously, the worst stress dream. I agree. Oh, yes. And it actually reminds me last night. I had a high school dream. But in my dream, it was like graduation night. And Mm -hmm. for some reason, I lived in this big house and my parents let me have a party there. And there was like a hot tub and stuff. (laughs) I did not live in a house like that. But in my dream, like eventually after like all my friends had been there for a few hours, then slowly like other people from the school start trickling in. And then, of course, the guys show up. out of control. And then they bring the beer. And I'm like my parents, it was like super strict. Like, uh uh-uh. None of that stuff. And so I finally just, in my dream, I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? My dad's going to freak out if he sees these guys here with beer. And then in my dream, I actually went to them and just said, you know what? Nope, party's over. Bye. Which was unusual because in real life, I would have been like, I wouldn't have known what to do. It's like, I would have wanted to tell them to leave. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to be judged for telling them to leave. leave, You know what I mean? So I guess I'm a little bit stronger now than I used to be. I would well, have jumped up job. on the table and said, alcohol's not allowed. Yeah. Get out Probably of Probably in house. my dream, that's what I would have done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was your stories, Lex? Yep. So perfect. who's going next? I could go next. Okay. So because I have a shorter dream from a listener, I am deciding that on this particular episode, I am going to interpret mom's dream. That she sent me quite some time ago that she's never forgotten about. <laughs> no, if you've listened to past episodes, I, I've been very frustrated because I really wanted to know what it's about. So come on, lay it on me. Okay, so here's Mama Dawn's dream. I had a very strange dream last night. It started. <laughs> <laughs> I love the tone of your voice. Keep going. Why'd Sorry, you laugh? It, because it was just so like, <laughs> you sounded like a... A uh, like book on tape reader. Oh. It was nice. I'm just what laughing a because I know that mom like literally sent it to you. So hearing you read it is funny. Oh. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, she goes on to say because <laughs> she's right here. Yeah. So it's weird. It's fine. Pretend I'm not here. It started out. I was in an office building and was visiting with people that I used to work with in North Carolina. In the dream, I was hungry, but couldn't find anything that I wanted to eat at the office. I went outside of the office and found some beautiful grounds with a water fountain. But then the dream changed, and I was at a college, and instead of a dorm room with roommates, the largest building in my dream that had been the office building was now loaded with beds and furniture as a living space for college students. The building also had large windows, and they were fairly high on the walls. You could look out to see the weather, but that was about it. The water feature outside turned into a lake. The room was very open and there was no privacy. And I was always upset that I brought all of this stuff with me from my parents' house and I was worried that my valuables, sentimental, not monetary, could easily get stolen. I spent some time in my bedroom dresser area trying to figure out how to hide them. In the dorm room were some of my coworkers from my previous job in Charlotte and some people that I did not know. Again, I was hungry, 
But every time people showed me where I could go get food, it was like iced tea, coffee, sandwiches with beef, things I don't like. I would go to the vending machine thinking that I got a ginger ale to then realize it was iced tea. (laughs) (laughs) That sucks. I know, right? There were some guys in the dorm that I just kept giving this food to that I didn't like. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'd get food I didn't like and And I was giving it away. And you would give it to someone else. Yeah, okay. I kept trying but could never find anything around the dorm that I could or would eat. I spent some time getting to know a group of girls that were playing a card game, but I didn't recognize them. Or is the card game you didn't recognize? I didn't recognize the people playing. Okay, so I guess both, kind of. Then one afternoon after I was away from my dorm trying to find something that I could eat and was unsuccessful. P.S. When I did wake up, I was not hungry at all. I headed back down to the dorm, and when I got there, I saw the lake outside the windows, and it had some huge waves heading towards the building. When the wave hit the first time, it just hit the windows and then was gone. But the second and third waves came were huge, and the second broke the windows and filled the room with water about five inches or so. Now we were all soaking wet, and we were led outside to the building on the opposite side of the lake, and we were waiting for them to drain the water out of this dorm. I was very uncomfortable in my clothes and wanted to change, but of course, when we went back inside and saw all the damage to all of my things, they were all wet, and so I couldn't change. I was just about to start looking for my valuables, not sure exactly what they meant to me i know i had some jewelry that i was trying to find but there was something else more important but i'm not sure what it was maybe a gift or something from my mom when all of a sudden the lake started having the huge waves again this time larger than the first it quickly filled the room with water and once it got high enough all the students around me and myself clung to the window seals hoping that the water didn't get any higher when suddenly the weight of the water And students on the wall caused it to collapse and we all tumbled outside as the water washed over us and was gone. In my dream, no one died or was injured by the water, but we were all just wet and uncomfortable. There also was a little more to this dream after where my best friend from junior high school's mom came and was helping me find food and dry clothes. But that part of the dream I don't really remember. Then I woke up. It was just so strange that it was such a long dream. And you know how dreams will kind of bounce different settings? It it kind of did, but it was like it was all the same place. It just kind of kept cha- morphing a little bit. Mm, yes, I, I understand. I think it's interesting that you weren't actually hungry. Yeah, when I woke up. But yeah, yeah I was starving like the whole dream. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just kept trying to find food, could never so, find food. Within my interpretation, I took out like a few key points that I thought were important, whether you thought they were important or not. That's fine. <laughs> so hungry. Just treat me like any other listener. <laughs> so hungry. So being hungry, obviously. Mm-hmm. The dorm rooms. Food or the lack thereof, like mm-hmm. that you found food, but it was stuff you didn't like. Belongings, the lake, and being wet. Okay. So hungry or dreaming of being hungry can symbolize the lack of fulfillment. The dorm room, it's important to consider the actual dorm. And even online, it said you may see a room full of bunk beds or ladders, which I thought yep. was interesting because that's exactly what you said. Um, basically, they say that indicates that you're needing to focus on moving forward in your life. Okay. Food or, you know, you know, they didn't like mm-hmm. often represents something that you need to satisfy for your appetite, of course, because that's what food does. And belongings only become important in a dream when you are looking for protecting them. Okay, yeah. Which is kind of a sense of what you were trying to do. I was, because I kept trying to hide them. Right. And then the lake in a dream appears to warn or show you that you need to be more careful in life. 
And if you're wet in a dream, it's a warning that someone will either embarrass you, like take advantage of you, you're not comfortable with having so many people involved in your life, etc. So overall, what does this dream mean? That is the question. Yeah. What I believe it means. And I mean, it wasn't, I'm not going to say it wasn't too difficult, but I'm going to say because I know you obviously, and I know like kind of what you were going through at that time in your life, Mm -hmm. not when you had the dream, but what the dream was like representing with North Carolina and the people back in Charlotte and your job and blah, blah, blah. So I said, after completing some research, I would say that this dream is symbolizing how you felt when you were working in North Carolina. Okay. It is common for individuals to dream about how they may have felt despite on how they may have actually acted. Makes sense. In the dream, you found yourself in a dorm-like atmosphere. And in this atmosphere, you remember a need to protect your sentimental belongings. I would go as far to say that these items in your dreams are really actually your skills and or accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Regarding the need for the food and not finding something that would be appetizing to you, and so you were left with the need of satisfaction, can relate to your feelings in your North Carolina workplace. Correct. The lake, I believe, is to show you that you can't always predict what is going to happen as water flows and has a mind of its own. You need to be careful moving forward in your working life and know that things happen that are out of your control. When you got wet in the stream, you felt embarrassed and did not really know how to react. However, that doesn't mean that your skills and or sentimental accomplishments are mm-hmm. worthless. Aww. And that's my interpretation. Aww. That is I like really... It. Very insightful. So, I mean, essentially, for those who don't know, I mean, like, you had a really rough time and, you you know, you kind of felt like your skills or uh, attributions to the company were just kind of being, like, thrown away in a mm-hmm. sense. And so I think this dream was just really showing you that, like, hey, like, you had some situation where you felt like it was, you were vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And then this water comes in and basically, like makes everything a mess and you're like freaking out about like your skills and accomplishments like trying to find them and protect them Mm -hmm. and then at the end like you were wet and uncomfortable and wanted to like change or get out of that situation and it's just representing that like you know you couldn't really change that what happened but moving forward like don't diminish or think that you're what you bring to a workplace is like worthless just because you had a bad experience. No, that's very true. I was actually just talking about that today with um, a, a gentleman that I manage. And I, I, you know, it's kind of one of those situations where when you're in it, you're just trying to figure out how to make it work. You're not seeing that it's actually very toxic. It was a very toxic environment. And so getting out of it was like the very best thing that could have happened to me. But it, it's just hard to work so hard towards something and you see that it's getting better but I had like six different managers during that time so nobody was there consistently to see the improvement gotcha that makes so sense. it wasn't so it's like I was working super hard but everybody was like oh nothing's changing it's not good enough you know whatever it was it was a crazy situation but you know what I learned a lot about what not to do, which I think is almost more important than learning what to do That's, yeah <laughs> sometimes I mean, it is yeah so so, and, but I mean, I did have a lot of people out there that I really enjoyed working with. It wasn't all bad, but there were some parts Just there towards, towards the, end. the end that yeah. were very difficult. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my so interpretation there. So, I'm much happier where I am now. Yay. So, thank you. You're welcome. Wow. I didn't, I wouldn't even have connected all that. That was good. Thanks. That was really good. I'm a pro. Sweet. So, um, now you have a I just one. have a really short one. Okay. Um, today at work, actually, one of my... 
I don't know what to call them. Like, it's a co-worker, but they're like a trainee co-worker because we're all still in training. It's still a co-worker. And we're on a Zoom call. And so, like, you don't, like, you know people, but you don't really know people. So, it's your co-worker beginning friendship friend. Yes. And I'm not going to say her name just because. That's fine. I didn't clarify if that was okay or not. But she did share with me a dream that she had just the other night. So, she she dreamt, and I'll just kind of, I put it in her words when she was telling me. So, I'll just read what I kind of typed out. So, she didn't send you the message. Yeah, yeah. She just just told me about it this morning. So, I wrote it down. So, basically, she said, my husband and myself along with our daughter were out taking photos in a courtyard. Then, all of a sudden, it changed and we were like in a garage slash like bounce house type of thing. Okay. She said, I could not find my daughter, and I asked my husband where where she was. I then looked over and saw my daughter fall off of a bar stool and hit her head on the cement. Oh, no. She was crawling at an angle, which she did mention to me. Like, in the dream, it was like the child couldn't crawl straight. Yeah, it, like, so like after hitting uh-huh. the head. Yep. And then she goes on to say that, and her eye had popped, and all of a sudden, bruises were appearing all over her <gasps> body. Oh, my gosh. I then woke up. That was her dream. Oh, man. Scary. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? And she was like, it was insane. Like, and, but one thing she mentioned while we were kind of talking about this, I almost did like a live interpretation. (laughs) Yeah. Um, She was mentioning that like when she put her child down to bed, that she remembers like the baby, you know, kind of just like rubbing rubbing its eye or its eye was irritated. And I was just mentioning, you know, most likely it's, you know, when you, when you put your daughter down to bed, like you subconsciously noticed that her eye was bothering her. And so in your cause of this dream, like that was your way of like, for some reason, like portraying what had happened to her eye or why it was bothering her. Yeah. So she was thinking about it subconsciously and therefore it entered her dream. Correct. And then I didn't really tell her this, but I'm going to share with her that I shared it so she can listen. But one thing I thought about too, is I thought more about her dream is the fact that she all of a sudden couldn't find her daughter. It was mm-hmm. like, where is she? Like, we were all together taking photos and then we we're in like a bounce house. And then that, all of a sudden now it's like, where is she? I would say that that was her like motherly instinct of like, your baby's sleeping, you're sleeping, you can't be with her, not really knowing if her eye was okay in mm-hmm. a sense. And so just very interesting. I was like, dang, that is like, I don't want that dream. I think we did an interpretation. I want to say it was for Ray. That was something about his wife's eye, like kind of melting and coming out I like an that. egg. Oh, yes. So, and it was, it was. I think the interpretation was something like, you like, he wants to help her, but he can't help her. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder if that was like a similar feeling. Could like, be. Yeah, oh, for sure. And it, it, it didn't seem to be about her actual eye. Where right. this one might have actually been about the eye. Right. But. Yeah, it was just interesting. And I was like, thank you for sharing. Can I share that? She's like, yeah. <laughs> it was well, like awesome. awesome. Also, so. sorry about the lawnmower yeah, going X Games it. mode outside right now. Yeah, it's it's Tuesday night, and that is yard night for our little community. Yep. So on to you. All right. So you guys heard um, from Aaron from Z One Podcast. Um, what a week, about a week ago. A week ago from when this comes out, that um, where he talked about his sleep paralysis episodes. Well, while we were on there, he's like, oh, yeah, and I sent you guys a dream that you need to interpret. So I'm going to go ahead and read his email and interpret his dream. So, all right. So it says, morning dream team. You're more than welcome to have a go at deciphering this dream. It's the most reoccurring dream that I've had. When you have sleep paralysis, reoccurring dreams are common. 
Oh, see, I'm saying reoccurring, and it's really recurring. Mm-hmm. And he's had smart and put recurring, so that's my bad. So I've dreamt this scene for about 40 years now and know it off by heart. Whoa. So this is the dream. I am standing on a grass hill overlooking a picturesque landscape. Directly below, bending around the hill, is a narrow road with metal barriers, indicating that the road has a drop on the other side. Motorbikes occasionally trundle past underneath. Beyond the road is a valley that leads to a small white harbor, which trickles into a beautiful azure-colored sea. On both sides of the harbor are grassy cliffs. I'm definitely not in the UK. This scene is way too pretty, and the motorbikes are on the wrong side of the road. In the UK, we drive on the left-hand side, whereas about these motorcycles were driving on the right. From behind, I am then beckoned by a young female, who is around her late teens, early 20s. She has long, blonde, straight hair, is wearing a flowery white dress, which is slightly crinkled at the bottom, and noticeably, she's not wearing anything on her feet. She skips daintily through the tall grass and reaches for my hand, leading me to an abandoned church at the top of the hill. As soon as we enter the church, the temperature gets cold, and I will always wake up. He says the female in the dream has never aged. She has always remained between 18 and 22 years old. Wow. Even over, like, these 40 years of Mm -hmm. dreaming this. Yeah, so the dream's the same. Um, So when I first dreamt this scene back when I was a child, I used to think that the woman was my mother or a dream version of her. Then as I grew older, I figured the female could be a future girlfriend or wife or daughter or female relative. But her identity has always remained and will probably always be a complete mystery. And then he says, I also used to think due to the regularity and specificness of the dream that this could actually be my final moments in life. It doesn't feel like a bad way to go. That's what he says. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, have at it, ladies. Enjoy deciphering all that. Cheers for now. Aaron Z1 Podcast. I love him. I know. He's so fun. I love it. (laughs) And talking to him, I could talk to him forever. In fact, I actually had somebody else from the UK call work the other day, and he was talking to me, and I I kind of wanted to just keep him on the phone longer, but I'm like, hmm, I don't have anything else to talk to him about. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been creepy for me to be like, hey, can you just talk a little while? Tell me a story. Anyway, so I pulled out some things, and I'm going to really give the details of what these are just because I think this might help Aaron. If I didn't do the interpretation quite right, He'll know what the things mean, and maybe his interpret he can interpret himself if I get things wrong. But so the first thing was grass. So it mentions grass on the hill, and then like the girl walking through tall grass, and it says uh, tall grass can show how ideas are fr- flowing, are free flowing and growing. Walking in the grass can symbolize getting more grounded and natural. Okay, that makes sense. And then he talks about like being up on a hill, seeing this vast view. He talks about the church being on a hill. And it says, ascending or going upwards suggests gaining a wider view and taking the steps to expand your awareness, sometimes intuitively or spiritually. And then he talks about the road. Uh, You may have forgotten that you're a traveler on the journey through life that is ever-changing and not static. So dreaming of a road can show how you're paving your future with your thoughts of today. And then he talks about barriers on the road to keep you, like, from going off because he says there's probably a drop-off on the other side. And then, of course, he talks about cliffs around this Azure Sea. Right. And it says the cliff is often associated with danger or not trusting your steps, which may lead you to peril. So there's the kind oh, of concern you might fall off. Yeah, because, I mean, even if you're not intentionally, like, going to go fall off a cliff, obviously. 
it can still be dangerous. Yeah, that's interesting. And then the motorbike, um, since all transportation vehicles represent motivation and your ability to move forward in life, the motorcycle, being a two-wheeled vehicle, requires balance. So this type of dream can portray that the need for balance between two things in order to move forward productively. And then he's being in an unknown place. He knows it's a foreign land. He doesn't know where it's at. And it means that you're exploring social needs that are new or unfamiliar. Life is a consistent learning process. As you make changes, all aspects of who you are are changing too. And then, of course, the harbor and the azure ocean. Uh, the harbor for ships suggests a safe haven or, or a port after a troubled period of traveling over the seas of a possibly unknown or difficult situation. And then the azure, which is the color blue, can represent aspirations and freedom. And then the young female stranger. If you see a girl in your dream, it can portray innocent application of the female or sensitive nature. And a man dreaming of a girl may be exploring sensitivity learned as a child. And then in the dream, she takes his hand. And as an extension of the arm, the hand represents the idea of taking and giving focus uh, or giving Focusing on the hand can symbolize the need to release something or that, the power to change and know success is within you or within your reach. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the church on the hilltop. You may visit a church in a dream anytime you're working through ideas that have religious roots or connection to consciousness. And then, of course, I wanted to kind of reiterate that ascending, too, like because the church was up on the hill. So, like, you're moving upwards and going forward towards something. Gotcha. In your awareness like or it's spirituality. Your, it's almost in your reach. It's in your, your yeah. sight. I feel like you're, you're like moving up in the world. Right. Basically. You can reach it. Yeah. And then the cold temperature in the church, it says, if the environment seems cold and wintry, the message could be about being aloof or detached, noncommittal, and avoiding intimacy. So this was my little interpretation when I kind of put that together. I said, it seems like you're trying to figure out where you're going in life. You are taking in the full view around you. Um, so that you can plan your next steps. But you want to be thoughtful and careful in making sure that the changes reflect who you truly are and balancing your spirituality and incorporating the things that you learned as a child, including a sensitive nature, along with becoming a young man and then a man, etc. Because this is like going through his whole life. As life changes, um, you have to keep reevaluating yourself and readjusting yourself. You don't want to go down the wrong path you don't want to get hurt and you don't want to go down the wrong path. So it seems that you have a good support system in life represented by the safe haven of the harbor and the azure blue ocean, representing your goals in life and offering a feeling of freedom. At times in your life, you might feel held back. The girl is taking your hand. She's leading you back up and taking you forward. Being cold seems to be a message about being noncommittal and avoiding intimacy, but I don't know if that really plays a role in the dream in like your real life or if that was just you didn't want to get too close to this young woman in your dream. Mm-hmm. I thought that one could be kind of a like the very ending because it was like, oh, it got cold and then woke up. Mm-hmm. And in the dream, it doesn't, you know, she just takes his hand and takes him into the church. It's not like she starts making out with him or something. <laughs> I don't think Katie would uh, like that. Yeah. Very much. No, probably, <laughs> probably not. not. <laughs> but the other thing is that this is a reoccurring dream. So it's like the same dream or reoccurring a dream appears as a storyline or a theme that repeats over weeks, months, or even years. So years in this case. 
Sometimes it leaves you feeling puzzled because it seems meaningless, or at other times the reoccurring dream will be extremely frightening. So since dreams are suggesting what you fail to acknowledge in your daily life, whatever you are avoiding or not integrating will continue to be a subject matter of your dreams until it is resolved or integrated. So once the resolution or transformation takes place, the dream should not reoccur. So it kind of just makes me think, uh, kind of reminds me of Neil, the guy who does our tattoos, when he was telling me he keep having this reoccurring like scary dream. And when it, I interpreted it, it kind of had a little bit of the same feel to it that it's like, okay, you're going, you're feeling confident in your life. You feel like you're going the right direction and then something changed. Maybe you change jobs or maybe you have a child or get married or something. And then at that point, you need to reflect and reevaluate and then, okay, change directions in your life to go, to keep going where you want to go. So I would think that's almost what it is. I bet at different stressful times in your life when things are changing, you might be having this dream as a, just a reminder. Oh. Take a higher view, really look at the landscape, and then make your decisions. That's that's a good look at it. So I don't know if that was close or not, but I hope you enjoyed. And thank you so much for sending that in. It was so good. Thank yeah. you, everyone. I feel a little exposed today on the podcast, but that's okay. That's okay. Lexi's been there. No Ta- one's judging. Tosh, have we interpreted one of your dreams here yet? No, I don't think so. You might need to send me one. Okay. Okay, or Lexi. Well, thanks for joining our nap time episode. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.